0: And welcome into Kindred Spirits here on the RFK Refugees Podcast Network. Ted here, John here. How are you doing, my friend? How was your weekend? I hope it was I hope it was as good as it could be.
1: Yeah, I didn't get a championship ring. So I'm feeling <laughs> I'm feeling a little annoyed. I'm not a season ticket holder, so I wasn't qualified or on the team, but I feel like I feel like I kinda wanted one.
0: If I if I could if I could predict, if I could predict and like I could find a job for me, in the like in a in a sports franchise that I knew I could get a ring, I would like try to like really apply for that job, get that job, so I get the ring. I don't know if there would be like a cutoff, uh, you know. I don't know if I could project like what type of job it would be, but I mean, they I, obviously uh, a friend uh, friend of the friend of the show and person we reached out to for interviews, Jordan Small got a ring, which was really cool. Um, and a lot of the fans apparently got to look at the ring. They apparently gave the fan gave three fan rings away in the to the fans uh, for the Washington Spirit, for the season
1: ticket holders. Yep.
0: For the ticket for the season ticket holders, and I believe so.
1: Chris Ward walked around the stadium and gave. Uh, a, 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 Angus got to wear one. Douglas got to wear one. Uh, so that was cool. Very very neat for yeah. the. There, uh, Chris said in a in a uh, in an interview after the the game that we'll talk about here, uh, that, you know, he was, it's like it's about building that connection to the fan base. Like that really hasn't been a super high priority because they were just trying to win games, and then you had COVID, and then you had everything else in the entire world blow up. So now they're really trying to make sure that they are making an effort to, to do that engagement. I wonder if they're going to bring back the autograph lines as well. That was a big thing in the fast at, uh, in Boyd's at the soccerplex. People love that. So either yeah, way,
0: I, I, I remember going to the game and uh, I think, uh, I forget whether it was crystal Dunn. I think it was like, Throwing her shoes out to like the fan to players or something like that. I remember that very. It was it was some some. I, I want to say it was shin guards, but I'm pretty sure it was. I'm pretty sure it was her cleats. Like she was like throwing her cleats to like fans in the in the stadium. So, um, yeah. Boyd's mainly man. Uh, it, but uh, but yeah. But uh, the spirit. Opened up the 2022 regular season, uh, playing against the Rain. Reign. Uh, they of course had the championship banner. Uh, the mayor came out; it was really really cool. Great event. Ten thousand fans showed up to the game. Uh, not not a, I guess a some of the staggering numbers we saw around the world, including in LA, but a a good number I think for an opening game. And not even um, really
1: great for they've they've drawn 17, 18k before. So this is this is a good building block. Last year. You know, you had COVID, uh, other stuff. Uh, I think you were lucky to see six uh, on, a, on a given night. So progress is made, and you know they they did a great ticket promo to get people out there. But uh, you know they got another game, home game, I believe, in two weeks. So yes,
0: which got moved to Audi Field, which is um, which is excellent, uh, and and we'll, and, we should, and we'll definitely we should definitely talk about that because we uh, we went live on the show. It was looking like it was going to be at Segra, uh, and apparently the team there was supposed to be an event. Uh, where they also held the NWSL commissioner and apparently they figured out a way to, to move that around um, so that they could have the game at Audi Field, which I think which I think was a, a, a very, very good move uh, for this for this team. I think it also undersells we talked earlier in the show. <laughs> about uh, about Jason Levy and touting Loudon in Segra Field as investments in the team, the fact that they literally had to scramble to figure out, no, we can't, we like literally, I'm sure the League was like, you guys can't, you can't do this at Segra. You need to find a way to get this out. Like, look, we'll we'll like whatever you got to do, just figure it out. Do you want to show the
1: semifinal in front of seven people on a midweek <laughs> game in Loudon? You can if you want. I mean, not that I don't, I don't believe they're going to sell out. I don't believe they're going to do great ticket numbers for this game either on on a Wednesday, but. No.
0: No, probably, probably not. Um, just for the, just based on the time, there might be some, some traveling. I could see some little rain fans traveling down. That's a good soccer market. I'm sure, I'm sure they'll. That's a, I, I could see. You mean a
1: flying all the way from Tacoma? Oh,
0: dude, yeah, I've seen, I've seen MLS fans make that trip, and Seattle's a good fan base. I bet you'll see at least a all few. Right, maybe. I'm not sure it'll be a lot, but I mean, I think you, I think you'll see a. Fairly sizable number. I'm sure people get off work. Hey, let's go down. You know, the soccer soccer fandom's crazy, man. So far, I, would, I, would, I, I would have only surprised.
1: seen I saw North Carolina Courage's group was there and in numbers. But other than that, I'm at least during COVID times. So I have a, a stilted example because the, the year that I was able to cover them closely, it was you know no one there, so so not, <laughs> not a lot of people traveling. But anyway, one one thing before we get to the game uh, of note. And it's sort of talking about Michelle Kang as well. So the uh, New Jersey sponsor was announced as the Kennedy Center, uh, which is cool. I think a lot of people were excited by that. The news came out through, I think, I don't think it was before that, through the Kennedy Center's Instagram that uh, there's no money involved in this. There's no cash payment. So that tells me that Michelle Kang is like, I don't need I don't need your little bit of dollars. I don't need a crypto thing. I got enough money. This that that little bit of money coming in was not going to make the difference. I'd rather have something that I want to have on there. So I and I think that's why. I don't believe there's an there's an opportunity that no one wanted to pay to put their their name on the front of that shirt, uh, you know, of the of the NWL champions. So I think it was a choice made. And it's an interesting one. So just something to watch as uh, this team spends money in other certain ways, like you get to see now how capital-intensive Michelle Kang's ownership is going to be, and I think it's just something small that may not matter, but maybe it's a, a harbinger of things to come.
0: Yeah, uh, ab- absolutely, absolutely. I-, I I did find it interesting. I was like, oh, what does that what does that mean? Maybe it's just a. It also could be a way you know you boost. I guess the brand and I think you get more people interested. I, I think we'll be curious to see the the other bit of news that dropped um, sort of right before the game was that Ben Olsen um, has apparently uh, is no longer has left the club. I guess today was his last day or potentially because he was on the field. He got the ring. A um, lot lot of uh, both Chris Ward, uh, Captain Andy Sullivan um, all had good things to say about him um, as he sort of departed. And I think that I think that normally, you know, you get the usual kind of what we saw from from D.C. and or not not Oh, we, we thank Hernan for what he did for this club, you know, and, and everything like that. But it, it did feel it did feel genuine. Uh, a, a genuine from the team, especially when it came from Andy. Um, and I think it speaks a lot to, to Ben's character because he came in in, in, in an undoubtedly awful situation. Uh, he was hired, you know, right when the sort of the 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 fire that was the ownership, the current ownership group was, was starting to to erupt.
1: Ben Olson, um, Ben Olsen was the Vichy government. He was Vichy France uh, yes. sort of put in there and he still did good work. Uh, so, uh, according to reporting, the I, according to reporting, that what happened was he wanted to keep his job, and Michelle Kang said, "I would like you to just do soccer things." And he said, "All right, goodbye. I'll see you later." Yeah, uh, which you know, I think fair. Likely there was a pay cut involved because if you remember, he was he was doing pretty well as a, as a team president. So I don't blame him there. I think he, the, he has other opportunities. He interviewed for the Houston Dynamo coaching job. There are other opportunities around the league. I bet he could find if he's interested. He seems like he wants to get involved and not just paint anymore, which was originally his his sort of go to line after he was fired. He was like, "I'll just paint." So we'll see.
0: It's like it's like anything, man. You you leave something and then you're like, like when I when I get done with like a referee season, I'm always like, man, I just I just want to like chill. I'm just done. I think like when I my first season back, I was like, dude, I'm just like I'm beat. I'm exhausted. I was so tired after like my last game. I think I refereed a final and I I didn't do that well in my mind. I was just like, dude, I'm just I'm ready to be done. And then like Mar- March rolls around and I'm like, all right, I'm ready. I'm ready to get back into this. I, I'm ready to go out and do this. Um, so I I think maybe that was. Kind of the feeling. Now he's kind of he's gotten his taste back. He has a less uh, a job that doesn't make him hate himself every day. Because if you ever saw Benelson's tenure at DC, um, that 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 was not a happy. <laughs> I think there was some joy he got out of it. I'm sure there were some things, but this was very much like he did not want to be a. Coach. He felt it. Uh, he felt yeah. it.
1: I mean, like he, he well, when I get on this show, but he, he felt, he felt every loss. So. Certainly.
0: Certainly. So I think he definitely wants to get back into it. And I, w- I certainly wish him the best. I, I hope he, I hope he makes an appearance either some way. I, I wonder if he really wants to be kind of more in the, in the front office. It seemed to me, I think he really enjoyed the job and that's why he also kind of left. He's like, Oh, you want me to go back to be in soccer, but I want to do other things. I want to, I want to be more, more of a part of a team. So, um, be curious to be curious to see what, what happens there. Um, Obviously, uh, should we get into the game, or was there anything else? I think that's it. So the uh, Washington Spirit, two-one victors over the OL Reign. I thought this was uh, again a performance. I don't think Andy Sullivan wasn't out there. Injured, so injured still. So they were missing some players. Kelly O'Hara was off the bench, Uh, but another game that I think just shows. Uh, how good this team, I mean, this was, you're talking about a team last season for the All-Reign that were the best team in the league. Uh, they were the top, they were the best team, and uh, really the spirit, there were some moments, uh, there were some brief flashes, uh, I guess, from, from both Rose Lavelle. Roseville's still a great player. Um, but overall, I mean, it really just felt like from minute zero to minute 90, uh, the spirit were just kind of in control of the game. Um, in a lot, of, in, in my mind at least, uh, there was obviously uh, they did give up the goal. They gave up a few opportunities, uh, but I never just I never felt like the team was uncomfortable. I always felt like maybe they were just kind of in a little bit of a lull, and then as soon as they turned it on, they turned it on. They should have had a lot more goals. They should have been three, four, five, one. If it weren't for the the excellent saves by the Ola rain goalkeeper.
1: Yeah, the, the spirit um, are after a season of not really conceding many penalties are penalty machines so far <laughs> in Challenge Cup. <laughs> Uh, and in fact, this time, at following, at, at, you know, great that it happened. So, unfortunately, they conceded two of them in North Car- against North Carolina. Uh, Aubrey saves one of them. Uh, she gets an opportunity to do that again in the eighth minute when uh, Cameron Bogalski uh, fouls in the box. And Rose Lavelle takes a very bad penalty that Aubrey stops. I think it's always nice when you get to face the person you have probably faced hundreds of times uh, in practice and get to get in their head a little bit. But... Yeah, I think that this I really think the spirit are going to walk this. I really do. Oh, Rain's like one all Rain was missing Meg uh Megan Rapino. Pino. Uh, mm-hmm. And I think one other two other players that are in their that are in their starting 11, but certainly a good a good lineup that they tried it out there.
0: It th- th- this front 3 has to have some of the most chemistry I think of any front 3. The, they are the most dangerous front 3 I think right now in the league between Ashley Sanchez, Trinity Rodman, and uh, Ashley Hatch, I think each of them, what what amazes me is that each of them brings it's almost like it, it's it's almost like I, I don't think if you're a defense, you can't just focus in on one. Like you say, OK, we're going to we think we're better. We're going to shut down. You know, we're going to shut down Ashley Hatch. We're not going to we're going to head every ball away. Well, then you still have Trinity Rodman who can break you down with speed You still have Ashley Sanchez who can, you know, basically out-dribble you. Um, I I think what makes this front three so dangerous is that each of these players has very different strengths. And they're all very lethal strengths that on other teams, maybe you have one or those players. And if you shut that player down, that's it, game over. You know, if if, if that player can't figure it out, like you see actually in some MLS teams. uh, But with the Spirit, it's basically like you have three players there that are... Very good to potentially U.S. Uh, women's national team quality. Some of them already are women's national team quality. Some of them are are certainly going at that on that trajectory, um, and they're just incredibly deadly front three. And I think it is going to. Uh, I, I will not be surprised if if that front three cause is like leading. They're like one, two, and three, in like goals and assists or in some capacity this season. I think they're they've been that good, and to watch them play.
1: I asked Chris Ward uh, in a press conference a couple weeks ago if the Ashley Sanchez that everyone else is seeing and talking about right now uh, as being on like you know top top gear is the same one he sees, and he said that she told him that. Uh, she wants more stats this year. She wants to. She wants to get in behind. She wants to get in behind. She apparently had no assists last year, just a peculiar nature of how goals were wow. scored last year. She was very influential, but didn't have any. You know, didn't have any numbers to show it. And that's that's what she wants. And she looks. I think. I think you'll notice now that she is much more assertive in making that run in behind. She's more comfortable doing it, but she's also willing to shoot, uh, really from any spot. And in fact, she got her first goal of the season off of Anna Halfordy. Uh, scores, I think there was a deflection. I'm pretty sure I saw a hit off a leg. Um, but you know, Ashley's not here to either contest or yell at me for saying that. But it's, it seemed like that was the case. Either way, uh, that was the early goal that, that, that got them started.
0: Yep. It was a, it was still a great strike, whatever, whatever you want to talk sure. about. One of the first strikes to actually beat, uh, the Rain goalkeeper. Um, I will say there are moments she's definitely trying to shoot more, and I'm not going to say that's good. But I, I, there were certain moments. I think the one, the one shot she had that I think would have been a, a fantastic goal. She did have a right, wide open Trinity Robbin that maybe she finds that pass. Uh, you know, Trinity's there to to kind of slot it away. Um, obviously, the goal the Spirit gave up. Kind of a, a messy, messy goal. I think Kingsbury uh, probably get has a shot come in. I think that she probably wants back. It kind of ping pongs around, uh, finds the feet of Roosevelt. Roosevelt slots it away uh, for the 1-1 draw. You're thinking, even then I was like, all right, I think the Spirit are going to get probably like one more chance. I know they've had a bunch of chances. It probably should be higher than that. Maybe they'll get one more chance. And sure enough, um, ball over the top. Uh, to uh, great ball from, was that from, um, who we played that, was that Rotter who played that initial ball? She actually had a really good game. You talk about a player that, uh, it, obviously we, we, we all gush about the front three of the spirit, uh, but I thought Rodder Rotter had probably one of her first really good performances of the season. I thought her passing from the midfield was, was excellent.
1: Rotter has been my favorite pickup Last year uh, of a player coming from a different team, and is yeah. I think the only one, not the only one, but is is the one that's in the starting lineup every week. Yeah,
0: and Bailey Feist as well also started thirty to, minutes like, to heat up. Yeah, definitely. Uh,
1: Chris Ward talked before the season about what this team will look like with both Ashley Sanchez and Bailey Feist in the field instead of having Dorian Bailey and Andy Sullivan in the midfield. Having Bailey Feist in there as well instead, uh, I think she lo- I think it looked great. I think the team the team is just looking to find more. Dangerous angles on different parts of the field, and having her there, excuse me, enables that. I think it's I, yeah. I, this team is going to be very hard to beat. They are getting up. So, I think interesting point with with Emily Sonnet and Kelly O'Hare not able to start. Cameron Bogalski and uh, and uh, Morgan Goff getting starts is not something that I would have assumed last year, and same for Taylor Elmer those are not players that got lots of minutes last year uh but they had to start and they didn't they look like champions still so that's you know <laughs> three out of your 11 player players and amber brooks these are all players hey. that are either new or would not have started i think in a first choice 11 and they gave uh, O-Ring gave them almost no problem
0: yeah and it's 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 that type of i guess it's almost like you would think like if you had told if you had told us like last year next year, like Kelly O'Hara is going to be injured. She's not going to play. You might have started to get really worried, but it's it's a testament to, I think, this team and what they've been able to bring in and and the right talent that they can kind of, you know, maybe you lose a little bit of quality not having Emily Sonnet and Kelly O'Hara there, but it's not a noticeable drop that you can't make up for with other players. And having those players be effective means you get to rest, you know, Kelly O'Hara. You aren't, you don't get to put, you know, there's a lot of miles on those legs. You don't have to feel like you have to play her week in and week out. Um, you know, you can give her a game off. Maybe those games in in at Segra Field, you can say, Kelly, we're just gonna we're gonna keep you on the bench here.
1: Uh, we we don't want to risk you getting injured. And the and the international breaks will be less damaging if you've given those players the opportunities that they didn't get last year. So I, you know, yep. overall, very 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 pleased with the result. The fact that they play the same team again on Wednesday is weird uh but I don't see any reason there's nothing to <laughs> I don't see any reason why it should be any different uh there's obviously going to be some rotation one assumes and I think that may be also part of the reason that you saw Kelly, Kelly O'Hara and Emily Sonic be uh be only play 30 minutes and' the same with some of the other players so I believe there are you know some of those players, Played 90, and maybe you wouldn't hope they wouldn't if you were going to roll them out again on Wednesday or so early on in the season. Trini Robbin, Ashley Sanchez, and Hatch played all but four minutes. So it will be interesting to see what they decide to do from a very quick turnaround early on in the season. You know, It's it's tough. I don't think at the beginning of the tournament, and he, and he said as much, like, this is not... I mean, we'll win. That's fine. But that's not really what this is about. But once you get to a semifinal on anything... I think <laughs> I think you're like, all right, well, winning would be a lot better than not winning. So, we'll I mean, you're it. already
0: there. You might as well win. I mean, right. it, it's a lot of it. I mean, the Open Cup's gotten a little bit better, but that used to be, I always felt like that was kind of like the mentality of MLS teams and like the Open Cup. It was basically like you, you know you you didn't really unless you were DC in 2010 and 2013 where the season was already pretty much dead and buried you were just like well this is all we got so let's let's go for it. Uh but once you get to that like semifinal of anything of the Open Cup it's always the MLS teams that kind of jump in and are like yep we're going to we're going to play starters. So I think I think it's the same mentality. Yeah, it's a preseason tournament, but we're here, it's early in the season. We got to win, you know, let's 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 go for it. we're already here, we might as well we might as well do it. So
1: Some other players, so uh, I think that on Wednesday likely you're going to see every player that came in as a sub probably start. Dorian Bailey, if she's fit, if all those players are fit, they all came in around the same time, which to me sounds like load management all around the 60th minute, not really about game state. So Bailey Feist, Dorian Bailey, Emily Sonnet, I think you could all expect to see them on Wednesday uh, the front three is going to be a question. That's what I'm, uh, how, how willing is Chris Ward early on in the season to roll the dice with these players? Uh, we'll see. I think Karina Rodriguez could step in for one of the center back roles. Maybe Amber Brooks, who only played 60 minutes. So maybe not. Um, and also uh, Gabby, Andy Sullivan may be able to make a return. I don't, I don't imagine that her, her injury was not a, a long-term one. So it's possible that you're able to see her on Wednesday.
0: Yeah. And I think that would be, that would be certainly a good post in there. One thing about the ring ceremony so and, and and. It, I'm sidetracking a little bit. I really do hope, I think we've had, we have Tegan McGrady and, um, I'm trying to remember. Paige, the Nielsen. Other we, Paige Nielsen. Thank you. I really hope, I, I know one one of the cool things when the when the Capitals had their, uh, had their, won their championship was the sort of the players that get traded and they come back and there's that, you know, moment. I, I, I hope we get, I'm going is say, I hope we get something like that. Um, sidetrack conversation, but that's something that I thought just came to mind. Well, I hope we, I, I want to see those moments for, especially for Tegan McGrady, who was certainly a fan of, uh, a fan favorite. So I hope, I hope there is some sort of announcement, some sort of thing. I'll have to look at the schedule. Angel city comes
1: uh, the next home game. However, Paige Nielsen's still out injured. So I'm curious if she'll travel with the team because actually she was out because she had a blood clot in her, in her giant Oof. biceps uh, and had to stop. She has to stop doing any upper body workouts. So she's very, she was very sad about that dangerous. She was healthy and, and worked out. They had to remove a rib. Uh, it was, it was pretty serious. So I think she's going to be out for a while. Um,
0: I, I hope, I hope, to your my point, hope is is, I hope, my hope is that the team, the team, the team says, we're going to bring her along. She's not going to play, but I think, I think she deserves, I think she deserves to have that same moment in front of the Spirit fans, in front of her teammates uh, to, for being a part of that championship team. Uh, same when Tegan McGrady comes, uh, comes from San Diego for, for sure. Absolutely.
1: Yeah. So that, I mean, let's do uh, score predictions on a game that, uh, that we just saw. <laughs> so the data says, <laughs> Two to one is a possible outcome, but you also saw these players. So, uh, what's your score prediction for the semifinal?
0: Um Honestly, I, honestly, I think with the rotation you talked about and things are going really well. I, I think, I, I, I think we're gonna see Chris Ward. He, I'm sure he's gonna maybe have some some data. Some he's gonna have some, um, some some part of the staff is gonna be telling him about which hopefully there are some staff like you have with certain other clubs about how you know you manage those uh the the hydration and the, the fitness and everything like that honestly i'm going to 1-1 and the uh rain uh went on penalties
1: whoa man uh yeah i think chris is going to roll the roll the dice again with his young front three and they're going to win three to one
0: I think I think there'll be a bounce. I'm expecting a bounce back. Let me just say I'm expecting a bounce back. And I think this team. I think the important game was actually. I think it's for me. It's more important that they win that first game sure. in front of those ten thousand fans. They put on a good show. They have the ring ceremony. It, the ring ceremony would have sucked if it came after like a loss. Like it still would have been good, but it was nice to win. It always nice to win. So I think that was the more important game to win. The Challenge Cup. I think I think they'll keep the one-one draw. So these they can say hey. Chris Ward's never had a, a an actual ninety minute loss, so you keep that that you keep that uh that streak going. Um, but uh, but I, I think ultimately, in my mind, in my mind ultimately, I think I think the rain bounced back. So maybe I'm trying to also play the play the cards a little
1: bit on that. You know, I think these players may make themselves available for this game. Uh, Steve Goff tweeting live while we we're just talking here. NWSL CBA says players will earn a minimum of a thousand dollars a piece for winning the Challenge Cup. This year, one source says it's ten thousand dollars per player. Other listed bonuses are minimums as well. So, I don't know. Maybe, you, maybe even though you're maybe even though you only have three days rest, maybe you, maybe <laughs> maybe you make yourself available. That's uh, it's hey, not nothing. It,
0: hey, there is one player when when she when she was drafted. Ashley Sanders asked, "What do you? Why do you want to? What do you? What are your biggest thing about going pro? Money." So maybe she's the one. Like, nope, you gotta you gotta play her on the I'm field. I'm good. She I can play. That. I can play 180 she minutes. Wants, <laughs> she wants that. She wins the 10k. And they also, I mean, the 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 good thing about having a young side is that you can push them a little bit more. Trinity Rodman's been a little bit more delicate, but I mean, Ashley Sanchez certainly hasn't had any um, any sort of injury breaks. One thing about the CBA, the interesting thing was that they uh, I don't know if you saw this. I think for the. Um, I think it was the Angel City game. They actually signed the CBA on the air. I, I did. Um, that,
1: <laughs> no other sport you will never see that ever again. That was it. You'll never ever see it again. So enjoy it.
0: Not even next CBA, no way for the NWSL either. So um, I think that's. I think that's
1: certainly that's certainly what's going to happen is that you're never going to see them actually do that signature process. How about that game? By the way, did you get to watch any of the, the Angel City sort of pregame stuff? A little bit. A little bit. Boy, I, a bit I will it. tell you that the they have raised the bar. They have yep. really raised the bar as, to, as, as far. I mean, obviously they. Had, <laughs> I was watching it beforehand, and there were like seven thousand people on the field. And I joked, I was like, "Oh, that must be their ownership group," and it literally was their ownership group and their family. <laughs> it was, it was like, it was like a small mob uh, on the field. And then uh, I don't remember her last name. the the the, the singer from Alabama Shakes, who's now uh, Brittany something, Brittany Howard, I think, had like a had like an anthem already for the first. They were ready to go. And there were fireworks. And I don't know what the the name of the the supporters group is there either, but they had where the Angel City Brigade sort of lines up. They had they were it was packed. I, I think that that is going to be the, they're going to be to NWSL what Seattle was to MLS, and that they invented soccer. I think I think Angel City is going to invent invent being an NWSL fan. <laughs> yeah, and I
0: mean and there have been there have been women's teams in LA. I think it's really important that this team have a a team like that and they have the, I think the, the stadium is great. They're not, I mean, as, as much as, as much as StubHub is, you know, is still a, a, a pretty good soccer facility. Uh, it is very much out there. So it's nice to have, have a team. I think closer to the city is really going to pay dividends for them and really, and really help them. Same, same reason why DC, why the spirit playing at Audi field is much better than them playing it Loudon. It's sort of the, the same impact, but I agree with you. I, I think they are going to, uh, they they are going to be a big market a big market team and I think they're going to be very good. I'm looking forward. I'm looking forward to some spirit um, some spirit uh, Angel City FC uh, clashes in the NWSL championship. I think that might become like the maybe that'll become like the Celtics Lakers of like the NBA in like the 70s or 80s. I think
1: Kim needs a few years to build that side up out there a little bit. I'm I don't, i do not know if she's ready yet. But the uh, uh, one more note as far as like uh, the league the league growing and changing here. There was a tweet, I remember, from 2021. Bethany Balser wins Rookie of the Year and got a $50 gift card to Chipotle. Uh, and now in the new CBA, uh, Best 11, Rookie of the Year, MVP, Golden Boot, Defender of the Year, Goalkeeper of the Year, all get a $5,000 bonus, minimum of $5,000, <laughs> all star bonus of $2,000. Uh, and Jason Anderson tweeted out something that uh, Goalkeeper of the Year, there were two Goalkeeper Awards. One of them was Branded the sponsorship and the other one wasn't for whatever peculiarity and aubrey won the one that wasn't branded and she got no money so it was like i think that they fixed it now with this year's cba but i mean they're also it's 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 small little things that are that are you know steps on the way to where it needs to be but it's certainly if they they did i you know tory and the nwslpa did a wonderful job making measurable steps in all of the areas that need to happen instead of just focusing on one like just top line salary it seems like they are raising the professional standard throughout the league where things that you would expect that they could do they're able to do i think that's i think that's great to watch as a as a fan
0: yep um let uh one question i do want to get to we did have a question on our questions for the podcast from nature ed up on our on our discord page um, we'll put the link out there somewhere to to download that. Check out our Twitter page; you'll find the Discord. Join the Discord. Discord Discord's a lot of fun. Um, can you take a moment to talk about how much better the Spirit are now compared to last year with essentially the same players? Uh, I think I think this is this is a case where you get a team that goes on a run, that comes together, and then it's really just about like just maintaining that that momentum. Um, and I think obviously you have players. I think the biggest thing is the team is young. This team is not peaking. You have players like Ashley Sanchez who made who made tremendous steps from last season. We talk about how she didn't have a lot any assists this year. She now leads the Challenge Cup with expected assists, I think. I saw that. Like she mm-hmm. has generated so many different chances. Uh, you're seeing Trini Raman get there. You're obviously seeing Ashley Hatch play well. I think it's a lot of that, it's a lot of that of what we're talking about. It's the same players, but they're players that are just going to continue to get better as they get more professional minutes, as they get more um, opportunities, as they build more cohesion. You're just going to see it kind of get grow and get better and better. I think that's what we're seeing right there. And I think they've still found a way to also bring in complementary players, give them opportunities, and they're also getting better. And you talk about that the one big absence from last season who wasn't there was Bailey Feist, and now she's back. So um, a lot lot of that, I think, is what's what's been going on this season uh, season for the Spirit. I think you're going to see this team uh, really fly this year.
1: Yeah, at the beginning of the season, they said that they were at the start of a three-year project. And they did, not expect, they did not expect to be ready. Uh, and then they were. So as to your point, young team that won the whole thing and got a year of experience and are a year better. But you talked about this, and I've been talking about this on our other show, United 96, about the importance of mental stability in a locker room. And if you remember anything about the Richie Burke era, is that you could hear him... During the game, screaming at the refs, screaming at the players, players were afraid to make mistakes to the point where some would have panic attacks and some quit soccer, and all the other, and all the other stuff that, that you know, stuff that you could literally see and hear on the field. I think that this is a team that is playing with freedom and confidence and they have and they have that another year of experience. And Chris Ward has the tactics tuned pretty well. And, like, and, they're, and, they're, and they're able to make small changes around the edges where maybe last year there were some players that were brought in that were expected to do well but didn't really contribute. Uh, Takarada didn't really contribute. Yokoyama didn't really contribute. Um, and then those players were replaced really with depth pieces. Uh, players that were drafted and now are another year older and are like starting in this game. Cameron Bogalski is an example of one of those players who were drafted, I believe, two years ago. So it's uh it's it is it is largely the same roster but this team is now they're they're just a complete unit and I also think that the league as a whole has become less concentrated at the top I think there are super teams that have been since disbanded uh, North Carolina one of those teams I think Chicago also got stripped for parts uh, all the basically teams <laughs> team other than other than Washington teams that have had had managers that have been had articles written about them by Molly Hensley Brown tend to, to get rid of their players afterwards for a number of reasons. They have to basically just redo restart. So uh, the spirit, I guess in that particular way, were able to keep their franchise together and didn't have a mass uh, sort of defection of players due to horrible coaches and abuse. So lucky, yeah. uh, lucky for fans that way.
0: Yeah. And, and, and this is, I think we'll, this will maybe be the last thing to talk about on the show. There, there was a moment in the game. I forget who it was. i I know. I know. Um, Trinity Raman was the one they were laughing afterwards. I think it uh, maybe it was Anna Halfredy, I can't really remember. There was a player who tried sort of a, a weird overhead kick and almost scored off of it. And there's a scene that comes away where they're both sort of laughing at the opportunity, and it kind of struck me as a moment. And I, I think I tweeted out. I said, "Well, there's certainly one team in DC that is having fun." So even I can play a little bit into the joke, even though I, you know, made fun of it. I used it. I use it in a positive light, though. That's the <laughs> difference. Um, but the, the, one team in DC have fun, but that, that really, you bring up a lot of that, like, would that be happening under the Richie Burke era? Absolutely not. I don't think that would absolutely have it happen. And I think it's a testament that, yeah, as to what Chris Ward has done to sort of bring back a positive energy into this team. And it shows, and the team is out there having fun and performing well um no. we, they, they're sharing they're sharing the like cookout orders right spreadsheet like come on like that's the type of stuff like i guarantee you richie Brooke would have been like no we are not sharing that we are not you know advertising you know uh, certainly and also Herlan lasada would have not been okay with that he
1: had a very tight hold uh richie <laughs> yeah. had a unusually tight hold about who would talk to the media post game mm-hmm. and sort of what play so i mean you know it's an early season. I don't know what it's going to be like this year, uh, but it would. It appears that they're trying to make uh, the line between players and fans a lot shorter, like a much more open view. And I think they're they're smiling on that field because they know they're very good and they're going. They're more than likely going to win. So they can they can try some stupid stuff. They can try. I think Annie Halfordy tried to score a, a back-heel goal when they were when the game was tied. <laughs> I think. La- and uh, so they're having fun because they're good. And I I, I love yeah. you. Love to see it. I think it's great. You'd love to see it.
0: All right, folks. I think that's going to do it for this episode of Kindred Spirits on the Archive Podcast Network. And we're right, going to drop
1: this. We're going to drop this on Tuesday. Yes. Tomorrow, today, when you're listening to it, we're going to drop this the the, the day after uh, we recorded, which is normally on Monday, as opposed to after the game that we're talking about. <laughs> so it's not instantly yes. out of date.
0: Yes. So I think I think we are. I think that is going to be something we are going to start doing uh, more regularly. Uh, on this show not just because we're we're pressed up against a game on wednesday so it's not out of date uh i think we're, we're we we love the support you guys have given us on kindred spirits um i think we we, we learned some lessons and we're going to be kind of tweaking some things about how the schedule comes out so definitely stay tuned for some of that information guys thank you so so much for listening uh we will catch you guys next week remember we have merch kindred spirit merch donate on our patreon patreon.com slash refugees if you want to hear more content uh, also, um, please uh, donate on Twitch, we have a live show on Twitch if, the, if you're listening on the podcast, join in on the fun, we got the chat, we got calls, call in, give us your thoughts on the spirit, all kinds of Be
1: the stuff. very first kindred spirits caller, we've, yes. we've <laughs> not gotten one, you can be the first one, you get a free sticker if you are the first caller. We have not gotten one.
0: Alright guys, we will catch you guys uh, next week. Bye. <sighs> mm. Alright. Yep, alright, I'm gonna